Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you? You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation. I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program. Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and today's episode comes to you from one of our amazing community members. And actually, I think someone who's been with us for a really long time. I'm talking like two plus years, probably even when I had less than 500 followers on Instagram. And we are I cannot believe this. The community has grown so much. We are over 30,000 followers on Instagram, which is crazy. Um, So I'm so just humbled to have that many people who are benefiting from what I'm putting out. So thank you for being part of the community. One of the ways I really try to give back to you all is I try my hardest to listen to the questions you have. I do this in a few ways. I try to look at the comments. I'm not always, I can't always keep up with it. It used to be so much easier, but I try. I try to look at the comments on Instagram. I try to keep up with the DMs. 
And I also do my best to check in on our online community, the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group. So there's a few places where I do my best to really tune in to your questions. And this question came from a comment on a recent Instagram post. And the question is this. This comes from Andrea. She says, I love this post. And I it was a talking about my inner child healing. She says, forever doing my best to love and respect my inner child. I recognize how I have commitment issues for all the times I wasn't committed to her, aka her inner child, and I abandoned myself. How do you heal or step into being fully committed to another while being on your own healing journey? Really great question. I just want to break down her comment. So where she's saying, I wasn't committed to her and I abandoned myself. What I'm getting from this is she's communicating that I have fear around committing to someone else because all the times in the past when I had done that, I had abandoned my inner child and I had neglected my own healing. So then the question comes down to how can I love someone and be committed to them in a committed relationship when I'm still healing? What does that look like? Great question. And I want to jump into that because I think a lot of people have this question. And I have a few points. Um, I really thought about the answer to this. So we we are going to dive in to the answer. Before we do, though, I think it's important to just recognize where the question is coming from and knowing that there is pain from the past there. So if you resonated with this question, you're going, well, yeah, I'm so good at taking care of myself when I'm on my own. But then as soon as I get into a relationship, I feel like I lose myself. Therefore, relationships equal pain. I think it's really important to just slow down and just give ourselves compassion for that experience first. So I just want to do that. Give yourself compassion that that's been your experience in relationships, that intimacy and closeness and being in a relationship with someone has meant that you feel like you need to abandon yourself. That's a painful experience, right? I know a lot of you can relate to that experience. And I think giving yourself so much love, and then there's also opportunity for curiosity about where did that come from? Where did that belief develop that I needed to abandon myself in order to be loved and to be close to someone? Where did that come from? So compassion first. Okay. And then let's get into the answer. So how do we do this? How do we say, well, you know what? 
I realize and I understand that there's never this magical moment where, ooh, I'm fully healed. I'm ready. Bring on the relationships. That's a myth that you would just get to that moment, right? We have to say, I've committed to my healing journey. I've committed to moving towards secure attachment. I am doing the work and I'm open to connection. Are there times where it does not make sense for you to be open to connection? Yes, there are. When you are in a place on your healing journey where you cannot engage in a relationship in a healthy way, and to be in a relationship means to cause pain to yourself, absolutely that means focus on you, right? It's that whole, yep, I got to take time for me. Yes, you do. You have to get to a place where you've done enough healing to where you're not in a totally toxic, unhealthy situation. Okay. And this is also true that we will never be fully healed to the place where there is nothing that's ever going to trigger us ever again in a relationship. That reality does not exist. I want that to sink in. Is there a reality where the majority of the time you are in a securely attached state, you enjoy your relationships, you have connection in the majority of the time you feel good? Absolutely. That does exist. So we have to get to this place where we accept I have to learn how to be committed to my healing and to choose openness to connection. So open to healthy connection and committed to my own healing and that those two can peacefully coexist. So let's talk about what could that look like? Well, number one, it's very important that you develop comfort with setting boundaries. So we need to be able to learn. And this is key. You might want to write this down somewhere. I am worthy of love when I set boundaries. Another way to say it would be boundaries help me love in a healthy way. We need to start equipping your brain with the belief that boundaries support your relationships and that boundaries help you experience love in a healthy way instead of being in people-pleasing mode where boundaries means I might be rejected, they may no longer love me, it might make someone upset with me, boundaries mean distance, Nope, we have to rewire our brains to say boundaries mean investment into a healthy relationship. I think of boundaries this way. You ready for this metaphor? You know I love metaphors. You're driving on a curvy, curvy mountain. I spent some time in Guatemala and I think about the chicken buses that I rode in in Guatemala 
when I was working in an orphanage down there and these chicken buses would go on the sides of these mountains and directly on the side of the road was a total drop off. And we're talking mudslides and craziness, literal chickens and goats sometimes on the bus and you're just holding on for dear life. Guess what those roads had? The roads had guardrails and thank God for the guardrails (laughs) because we could have got over the edge without them. Anyways, boundaries in relationships are those guardrails. They are the guardrails that keep you safe. When we have the guardrails in a relationship, it helps intimacy feel safe. It helps us grow in our relationships because we go, okay, I know what the boundaries are. When we do not have boundaries, it's easy to go off the side of the road, right? And we all know what that looks like. When our boundaries get violated, resentment builds You might have a total avoidant attachment reaction where you want to completely disengage with the relationship. Um, We can be hurt and then we can lash out. There are all kinds of negative consequences in relationships when the boundaries are not clear. Clear boundaries equals healthy intimacy and closeness that feels like it can deepen over time. Okay, so that was number one. Love people with boundaries and learn to associate boundaries with healthy relationships. Okay, the second point that I have for you of how do you do this is learn to course correct quickly. So what do I mean by that? I mean, when you are in a relationship and you notice that you're feeling triggered or you notice, oh my gosh, I'm responding with an avoidant attachment strategy or wow, I have responded with a protest behavior of seeing if I can make my partner jealous, right? All of these unhealthy ways of being in a relationship. As soon as you notice them, it is up to you to course correct as quickly as you can. So that means take ownership of what happened. It means not disengaging for three days and silently fuming and maybe even texting your ex. We've all been there. You're mad at the person that you're in the relationship with. And there's that little voice that's like, why don't you just see how your ex is doing? Let me tell you, that is an unhealthy way to navigate what comes up in the relationship. So to be healing and to simultaneously be in the relationship, you have to learn to course correct quickly, where you say, this is what happened. You go to your partner and you say, look, this is what I'm doing to realign with the securely attached version of me. This is how we can repair. This is what I'm doing to repair. And then you probably have a request of them as well. So that was number two, course correct quickly. Do not let old ways of being spiral. Course correct as quick as you can. Point number three, you have to be vocal about what matters to you. 
So in the past, when we've lost ourselves in relationships, it's because we have beliefs that we need to be a certain way in order to be loved. Many of us experience the chameleon effect where you're becoming like your partner or you're all of a sudden doing things that you think that they approve of, right? You have to learn to be vocal about what matters to you and take ownership of the things that matter to you. And the moments where you let the things slide, how can you say, okay, I need to check in with me and I need to come up with a way that I can be vocal in this relationship and take ownership of what matters. So this can be everything from, gosh, your relationships with your friends and family, uh, your spiritual life, your health routines, the food you eat, um, your hobbies, the things that, that add value to your life that are really important to you. Maybe your 7 a.m. yoga class is just very vital to your well-being. Uh, maybe it's the road trips you always take with your friends. It doesn't really matter what it is, but what does matter is that you're vocal to your partner and tell them, look, this is important to me. We're building a relationship and it's important that I continue to honor these parts of my life. And this is what it looks like. So being vocal. And what's really cool is when we express this to our partner and we say, I care about you. I love you. I love the relationship we're building. And I have this part of my life that's really important to me. And when I take care of myself and honor these things, I get to show up as a better partner to you. Our partner, as long as they're securely attached and they're open and they're growing with you, they're going to be very supportive of that. They're going to be happy for you. That has been such a beautiful experience in my relationship with my partner where the support for what I care about is so huge, you know, and I think when we build securely attached relationships, that support is there and you have a partner who wants you to thrive and you want them to thrive too. And you're supportive towards them about what are they doing in their lives that really gives to them. And we're releasing the need to control one another right? And when we think about anxious avoidant dynamics or any toxic relationship dynamics, there's such a need for control because the trust and the security is not there. So when you're building a securely attached relationship, you are still honoring yourself and you are still giving to yourself and you're being vocal about what that looks like. Remember, no relationship is perfect. As we said at the beginning, you are never perfect. You are never fully healed. And when we can frame the things that come up in relationship as an opportunity to grow as a couple and as an opportunity to grow as an individual, that's where the real magic happens. No relationship will be perfect, but it can be supportive 
emotionally safe, deeply connected, and expansive. And when I say expansive, I love that word because I can feel that word in my body, right? Like thinking about expansive, it's like, whoa, deeply supported, powerful, able to grow and become the very best version of me, right? Expansive means two people feeling fully supported and able to grow in the ways that feel best for them. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you for this question. I know so many of you listening can really relate to the question that Andrea submitted. And I want you to know that if you listen to this episode and you're going, I have no idea how to do any of what you said. Maybe it's the boundaries piece. Maybe it's course correcting into the securely attached version of you. If all of that is like, what in the hell is Dr. Morgan talking about? I just want to invite you to join the Empowered Secure Love program. You will know what I'm talking about. And it's a really, really intentional framework that I've built to support you in becoming the securely attached version of you. So July, as I've mentioned, is an incredible time to join. We have crazy bonuses this month that I don't know that we'll ever do again. I would highly recommend if you're interested that you go to the link in my Instagram bio and just click the apply now button and you can apply to the program there. Just to review, what were the things I talked about in order to love someone else while you are still healing? Learn to love with boundaries and change the narrative about what boundaries are. That was number one. Number two, course correct quickly. Do not let things spiral or fester. Do not let resentment build. You are taking ownership as quickly as possible and course correcting to the securely attached version of you. Number three, this was a really important one that I went on and on about. Be vocal about what matters to you. Continue to give to yourself while you are building a relationship and realize maybe you've never done that before. Maybe in all your past relationships, it felt like you lost yourself because you've never actually had a healthy relationship model where you've intentionally given to yourself while simultaneously building a relationship. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, I appreciate you so much. And as always, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, 
the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.